Welcome, everyone, to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host... David Botcher. Terrific. We are back after our one-week absence. It feels like it's been a while, huh, Dave? Yeah, it does. I feel like we haven't been down in the studio doing this for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, but we have a great show for you this week. Uh, but last week, Dave and I were on a family vacation in Newport Beach, and I had a great time there. Yeah, me too. Um, you had a great time. It was a lot of fun, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, neither, neither Dave or I got attacked by a shark. No. Uh, so that's, I guess that's good. We, it's very good. We kept our eyes out. <laughs> we, we we were looking. We were looking at all the times, and we didn't even see uh, Charles get attacked either. No. <laughs> Nobody got attacked is what happens. <laughs> it, was, it was a boring time for shark attacks. Although, but we had a lot of fun on the beach. Yeah. Although there was a death in uh, Laguna Beach. There was. Crowning. Way to bring us down on that. Well, it wasn't an animal, but yeah. Tides. <gasps> we could do it on on uh, the tides. We could do Currents. episodes on lots of things. There you go. Sorry, it wasn't riptide. It was rip currents. Rip current, yeah. Yeah, somebody did die at... Uh, it, was, it wasn't near us. Where was it? Laguna? Laguna Beach, yeah. We were in Newport. Yeah. But yeah, it was a kid, too, wasn't it? Uh, was it? Or no, was I it thought a, it was an adult. Oh, it was Someone an adult going in. after a kid. Yeah. Some, an adult jumped in to try to save him, went out there t- to get him, and he drowned. Yeah, that's... Well, you brought us down. Thanks. Good job, Dave. Well, I, the, the, it's <laughs> got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, actually, this week, we are starting... We're going to be starting a new series. And it's going to be all about lions. This was uh, really difficult for me to choose. Uh, this is probably the hardest time I had choosing on what to do, what episode to do next. I don't know why. I was just debating with myself constantly. Like, should we do this? Should we do that? So I eventually just like, we got to stick to one and lions. And there's so much about lions that we can't, it can't be done in one episode. So this is going to be a series, probably a three part series. Okay. That's what I have planned uh, for lions, uh, this week we are going to learn all about them, and it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, I'll talk later about what we'll do the other weeks. We'll get into that later. All right. And we hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode about skunks. Uh, I, I thought it was actually a, a it was a fun it was a good one. Yeah, I, it was a cool episode. And you know what? We haven't actually heard from Les Skunk. <laughs> since we've gotten back uh, maybe i don't know where he went cheetor said he doesn't know uh, but maybe he will come back sometime mm, yeah to interrupt us at any point in time <laughs> we don't know but the the studio does smell a li- little bit better now that he's gone yeah it smells yeah. nice like somebody sprayed <laughs> for breeze or something in here <laughs> Uh, as always, though, we are joined in this studio by everyone's favorite cheetah, Colonel Cheetor, everybody. hey 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 You guys should have seen Matt. That dummy, he got so sunburnt, he looked like a lobster. <laughs> oh, gee, uh, uh, thanks for that, uh, Cheetor. I did, in fact, get super sunburnt. I think Dave posted a picture on one of our, I think it was on our Facebook page. Yeah. I didn't really plan on putting that one out so Dave just threw it on there you're but, welcome <laughs> I, I got it on the on the first day there I, I didn't put sunscreen on for like an hour or so but uh and man I it really showed I, I I'm I was super pale yeah uh, but and, and like I'm still peeling you can see, see it Dave look at my oh, arm wow. right here. yeah still still going on but sunscreen it is super important sunscreen sunscreen it's like the bear spray of the beach you, you gotta go. have it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Especially yes. for uh, people as pale as I am. Hey, well, hey it's turning. It's looking good now. But dude, for a while, I was like, it was on my chest and my, my, my oh. belly. And it, but I'll be honest, worth it because I was had so much fun peeling that off. <laughs> <laughs> it probably looked like on the fly when he's <laughs> peeling his skin off. Yeah, or out comes or like a snake when he when the snake <laughs> shed yeah. their skin. That's what it was. I was getting some good sized pieces. Too. Oh boy. <laughs> You should have recorded it and put it to horror music. (laughs) I don't think anybody else would be interested in that. Twitched every once in a while. You know, that'd be funny. (laughs) But as always, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning into us. We've been doing pretty good on our downloads lately. uh, And that's awesome. So thank you, everyone. And if you enjoy the show, something you can do to contribute is go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you use. Give us a review. Give us five stars. Say something you like about the show. The ratings and reviews really help our podcast gain more attention, gain more listeners. 
So it'll mean a whole lot to us. And if you do, we will give you a shout out. Dave, we actually have a couple shout outs. Yeah. As well nice. as super shout outs. Ooh. Our favorite kind. Yeah. So we will do that at the end. But for now, we have a lot to get to, Dave. So let's just get it going right now. The lion, or their Latin name, Panthera Leo. Mm. That's an easy one. That's something I can pronounce. That's one of the only ones I've been able to say properly. I'm a Leo. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. What what month is that? That's, That's right now. July, August. Yeah, your birthday's in, like, on Sunday, just a few days. Yeah. How old are you going to be, Dave? Tell everyone. Oh, I don't know if I want to tell everyone. Come on. <laughs> 42. 42? <laughs> Jeez, you're older than I thought you were. Gee. <laughs> Yeah, that was like a math. Can expect that from Cheetor, but not from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Leo, do you know anything about the the Leo sign? I don't. I'm not into signs or anything. Not a little like bit. That. They're fiery, you know that kind of thing. But yeah, it's all bullshit. Courageous, but yeah. Sorry to anybody who really is into them, but I I'm just not into the signs or anything. All right, let's keep going before we offend other people. Uh, they are so lions. They are members of the big cat family, specifically the panthera family. Dave, if you remember, there are eight big cat species, and let's go over them again. We have lions, tigers, jaguar. Oh, you missed it. Uh, you're gonna. Uh, I didn't mind. Gonna... Sorry. Go ahead. Lions, lions tigers, tigers, jaguar, which is my favorite animal. Leopard, snow leopard. So now these five, these five are all part of the Panthera family. Okay. The big cats? Well, it, it's, it gets complicated. Oh, so that? these okay. are all part of the Panthera family. The other three are cheetah, cougar, and clouded leopard. They're all under their own umbrella. Like oh, cougar's okay. under the puma umbrella, cheetah's under something else, clouded leopard's under something else. Oh, interesting that clouded leopard would be under something else, but they got the snow leopard. Yeah, the... yeah, it, it's... I... I don't know. I'm not a scientist, so I didn't. <laughs> I just I just wrote down what I've read. Okay. Okay. But uh, lions are also one of the four big cats that can roar. Do you remember which ones can roar? Uh, let me think. Tiger. No. No. Yeah. yeah. Tiger. Tigers. Lions. Jaguar. Jaguar. Leopard. Leopard. Okay. Those are the four cats that can roar, and their larynx is a little bit different than the rest. Okay. The other ones can purr and hiss like loudly. But they can't roar like a lion. Okay. Or, yeah. So, where do lions live? Africa, obviously. Their current range is throughout sub-Saharan Africa, but it's actually pretty spotty throughout. Like, I was looking on a map, and if you look at a map, you can see where the dots where current populations are. Oh, and it's okay. really, really spotty. It's hmm. all over the place. And it's just sprinkled throughout Africa. Uh, but they used to cover a much larger range, pretty much all over Africa, except for the Sahara Desert and um, the higher uh, mountains in the Congo, like the rainforest. They weren't oh, in there okay. really either. But they were pretty much everywhere else in Africa, including North Africa, like Egypt and Morocco. Uh, then they also used to extend into much of the Middle East and into like Turkey, Iran, wow. Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, and much of India. Wow. And then even um, parts of like Europe, like Greece. Wow. Now, some people might not know this, but currently there are actually wild lions living in India. Ooh. There's an Indian subspecies. Interesting. Uh, it's not a large population, but they are there. And I, I have a bit of a segment on them near the end that we'll, we'll talk about them oh, okay. individually as individuals. Okay. But uh, lions are sprinkled throughout a wide area on the African map currently in a bunch of different countries. I'm not going to name all the countries there and there's too many to name, but I will say Tanzania, Tanzania has the largest population of them. Okay. Uh, luckily for us, everyone on earth knows what a lion is. So I don't have to go into a ton of detail on their looks and things like that. But I do actually want to touch on something interesting that I was looking up. It just kind of didn't plan on covering this, but in my research, it's like, oh, this is cool. We're going to definitely cover this now. We are going to cover some extinct species of lion. Oh. And uh, I got three species I want to go over. But Dave, you know what? Hmm. In order to go back in time... 
and talk about these, what do you think we need? The time machine. Sometime, somewhere. That's right, the time machine. And this might be the farthest back I think we've ever gone. Oh, really? It might be, yeah. So I'm going to go over three species of ancient lions. Okay. So there was an ancient lion species that was excavated in Germany, hmm. as well as Italy and the UK. Wow. As well as Eastern Siberia. And wow. they all matched the same species. This lion is a, only known as Leo Facilis. Huh. Yeah, weird, weird name. And the fossils that were found are estimated to be around 600,000 years old. Wow. Fossils show that it was much larger than modern lions and even coexisted with early human species. Wow. I, I, I didn't look on... Well, when we cover apes, we'll do the timeline of okay. human history. But I don't know what humans were like back then, so... We'll have to find out another yeah. time. How large were the lions? Much larger. So I got the other two species will kind of confirm. Uh, let me do this and then you can kind of oh, get okay. an idea. Okay. So the, another species, yeah, you can get it off this one, is known as the Eurasian cave lion. Hmm. This species is believed to have gone extinct about 13,000 years ago. Like I, You think of it as an Ice Age animal. Like a lot of ancient species, things are debated between scientists. Some scientists think that the this cave lion is closer related to a tiger than a lion. Huh. So who knows, I guess. I mean, for all we know, they could have been bright pink. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? We, yeah. we just there's so much stuff that we don't know. Yeah. But this species has been depicted in various cave paintings. One drawing from the Chauvet, I think that's how you say it, Chauvet Cave in France. It's kind of a famous one and is estimated to be 30,000 years old. Wow. And it depicts two cave lions walking together. One is slightly smaller and than the other. And then the larger one has like, it has, they drew balls on it, like scrotum. Oh, okay. So you know that that's the male, but there is no mane. So. Oh. They think that these lions were maneless. These ancient species were maneless. Interesting. Uh, yes. Uh, so this species was also larger than modern day lions. Okay, I've got it in this note, the size. Okay. Uh, the next one is the American lion. Yep, mm. we used to have lions in America. Oh. Fossils have been excavated from Alaska all the way down to Mexico. Jeez. They are related to the Eurasian lions, and it's believed that they died out around 11,000 years ago. Oh, so, so it wasn't our colonization that did it. That's no, it good to know. <laughs> it was, no, not, but humans, it's possible that they played a factor in it. Mm. Like, we, we don't really know. Okay. We can but, think of it as like an Ice Age animal. Okay. That's interesting, because yeah, yeah and and you mentioned cougars are a whole different whole different family. Whole different. So. They're not related yeah. to them at all. That's interesting. Cougars are more related to house cats. Wow. Than they are a lion. Huh. And if you think about it, if you look at a, a lion and cougar, look a lot different. You can tell by their 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 snout. Huh. Um, a snout of a lion or a big cat. They're longer. If you see a cougar's, it looks just like your house cat, Mikey. Snub thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um. This lion is also known to be the largest of any of the lion species ever. Hmm. The estimated size for a male was from anywhere from 5 to 1,100 pounds. Wow. And females getting up to around 800 pounds. Wow. Those that's are some bear big... bear size. That's those bigger are, than bear. That's, yeah, you're exactly right. That's, those are some big kitties. Gee. And they are believed to even be bigger than Smilodon or the saber-toothed cat. Oh, Wow. Yeah, like bigger than those things were. That's crazy. Uh, but however, they were smaller than the short-faced bear, which was a monster of a bear. Oh, yeah? It was huge. Huh. And all of these lived during the same time. And I, How would those encounters be? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I would not want to go out into the forest during that time period. No. But there have been uh, 80 lions found in the La Brea Tar Pits. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The tar pits are really interesting. And I, I want to 
now, after re- doing this, I want to kind of get into the tar pits more. Okay. Maybe we could do have that be a part of an episode sometime. I want. I actually wanted to go there when we were. In, I in maybe Newport, we should should have, but it was it was further out. Yeah, I've little, been there when I was. Isn't a kid. it like almost downtown LA? It, um. Y- yes. It's well, northern part of LA. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's south of Burbank, north of downtown. Okay, but it's, it's but still right in there in the city, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is pretty neat to to see, you know, because it's uh, it's exposed. Yeah, it's, I, I've never been really there. Weird. I'd like to. The only thing I Unique. can remember it from is that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Last Action Hero. What do they have it on there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the That's my my idea of the La Brea Tar Pits is Arnold Schwarzenegger running around. Oh, I don't remember. But uh, um, anyway. There's also they've also been depicted in lots of cave drawings here in America, and the most recent fossil was found in Edmonton, Canada, and is just over eleven thousand years old ish. Hmm. And that's done with carbon dating, which is actually pretty legit. Okay, carbon dating. Maybe we'll go over that another time. Okay, and it's even possible. Yeah, the humans um, contributed to their extinction. We don't really know. Mm. We think they might. And they went extinct around the same time as lots of the what's called the Pliocene era. That's that was the era that they lived in. Okay. So they went around extinct around the same time as a lot of the megafauna. So that was just all the big ass animals we associate with the Ice Age. Oh. And while while looking into these this ancient lion stuff, I was looking looking into a bunch of other large animals, and it was really cool. So an episode is now on my list. What is it? Uh, we're going to cover like ice age animals, oh. like most dangerous ice age or oh, we'll have cool. like the largest, most dangerous of every like species, like mammals, lizards. Oh, that'd be neat. We're going to, I got that on the books now. So okay. that should be fun to do sometime. Yeah. But now let's hop back into modern times and go to the savannas of Africa. And let's learn some more about lions that still exist. Hmm. Like I said, everyone knows what a lion looks like, so we don't have to go into too much detail about that. But let's do talk about some features. First, let's talk about size. Size varies a bit on where they live and what environment they're in. Mm-hmm. But the average size for a female lion is anywhere from two to 300 pounds. And for males, the average size is anywhere from 350 to 450. Gee. I mean, and they can get bigger. Uh, that's just an average size. One thing I read says that uh, the largest recorded lion was 826 pounds. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's true or not. That is, take that with a grain of salt. That would be huge. That's so big. But they are large animals, second only to the tiger. And not by much. Hmm. Lions are actually a little bit taller than tigers. Oh, and but tigers are longer and heavier on average, okay. especially the Siberian ones. Hmm. Lions stand about four foot, four feet tall from the sh- shoulder. From oh, the okay. Foot to the shoulder, but then you include their head; they're like five feet tall, dude. Wow, that's so big. Yeah. There's also a rare genetic condition that exists in lion populations. You know how with a jaguar or a leopard, they can be melanistic. They can be black. Oh, huh. Well, lions can be white. And this is not albinoism either. Huh. As the eyes and the skin are normal, they just have white fur. And I watched a video. I've seen them. You can see them. They're not super uncommon. That's the thing with lions as opposed to like leopards and jaguars and tigers. Lions mm-hmm. are really easy to find. So there's a lot more like video that oh, contains okay. lions and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I watched a video with these white lions in South Africa and they're, you can see the, they're very attractive lions. They're really pretty looking. Huh. And uh, similar to like white tigers, they are used for selective breeding. Oh, okay. And, for human settlements. I think there's even... God, I swear I've seen some in Vegas, too. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, they have white tigers in Vegas, and I got the Mirage. I swear the MGM had white lions there. Oh, interesting. And I, I've seen them before. I think that's where it was. But okay. it, was, it was somewhere. I've seen white lions. And they are really cool looking. But now let's, let's talk about probably their most recognizable feature, the mane. Hmm. 
Mains are on males, and they're really mains are really weird because we don't really know why they have them. It's been speculated that um, its purpose is to provide protection in fights with other males. Okay, that can make some sense. Maybe, but if you think all the other cats fight and they don't have manes, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So that's that's just something that's been out there. We don't know if that's the reason, huh. but the most likely reason is that the mane attracts the ladies. Yeah. The mane is believed to show the fitness and health of the lion. And the mane has been linked to testosterone levels. Oh. Very interesting. And manes can vary in color. And apparently the darker the mane, the better. Oh, interesting. You want it to be as dark as possible. And some lions have a dark brown or black looking mane. And if you were a lion, that's what you want. You want it to be as dark as possible. Mm. The darker and fuller... The mane, that's the best one to have. It attracts the most ladies. <laughs> yeah, the, the cat Fabio. Cat Fabio. <laughs> yeah. And it also signifies, like, better genetics. That means they're healthy. Hmm. So that's what the, attracts the ladies. Oh, okay. And manes can vary depending on the environment. And, like, the Asian lions, they normally have, don't have as full of manes as the African ones for some reason. Huh. And now something else. Not all males have manes. Almost all males in West Africa are maneless. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I did not know that. Or they're either maneless or have very short ones that you can... It looks like a mullet. Huh. <laughs> it really does. It looks like a mullet mane. Oh, Look like a bunch of like um, trailer redneck. park. Tra yeah, red, redneck, uh, <laughs> redneck lions with mullets. Nice. Uh, what do you expect for West Africa? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think that it applies to them exactly. Well, but. it's like our South, you know. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> but in fact, the, the famous lions of Savo were maneless. Oh, interesting. So more on them later, obviously. That's going to be part of uh, Dangerous, huh? Three. What? Dangerous, right? They're pretty dangerous. Well, yeah, they're super dangerous. Yeah. They killed lots of people. Totally, totally must have been redneck, redneck lions then. <laughs> Yeah, red, redneck lions firing their guns and their flannel shirts. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, enough about redneck lions. <laughs> now, there are even reports of females that have a mane. Huh. Some females can have this, have like high testes testosterone levels uh -huh. that give them this rare ability. You know, just like humans, that happens with humans. They get weird yeah, Some, it just happens. There's genetics are really weird. Yeah, in that way. Uh, something that can also happen is a male gets like castrated. Remember, maybe by a hyena. Like, they, oh my goodness, they like to do that. Remember when we talked about hyenas? Yeah. And so hyenas will go for the nuts, <laughs> and if castrated, the lion will actually lose its mane. Oh, no balls, less testosterone, no mane. Oh, interesting, that's huh? Sad, yeah. yeah, it's sad, but it's, it's really interesting. And like, like I said, the the mane actually gets darker with age, so it's kind of like um, what, silver hair or oh, okay. a silver fox, you know, like an older gentleman. Beginning that's what dark. it kind of gets to. Okay. Yeah. And manes are like they're really strange, actually, and. Like oh yeah, and no, I said all the ancient species we talked about didn't have manes. We think, um, so they're manes are just kind of a bizarre thing actually, and hmm. we we're not one hundred percent certain on what they're for. Okay, so I told you that they are found where they are found, but the the environments they prefer are grassy plains and savannas, just like what you would think. Yeah. And they don't live in dense jungles. So how they got the name King of the Jungle doesn't really fit. Yeah. And you can you can call them the Kings of the Savannah though. That makes sense. Yeah. Which will probably be the name of the episode. <laughs> uh, but maybe it came from the ones in India. Okay. Yeah. But even there it's not really jungle where they live well, oh. right now, but maybe historically it was more jungle-like. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know for sure. Huh. Uh, I will mention that the last lion that um, was uh, sighted in Iran was in 1942. Wow. And by the late 1800s, there 
uh, were they were no longer in northern India and Turkey. So not long ago, they lived in a lot more parts of Asia. Okay. But now let's talk about lion behaviors. And there's some really interesting stuff here. First, the fact that they are highly social animals living in groups called prides. This is odd, as other cats prefer to live alone. And the social the social structure is actually pretty complicated, so I'm going to do my best to kind of describe it and go over it here. Okay. So the average pride is normally around 15 lions, but it can be smaller or larger. Uh, this consists normally of several adult females, the cubs, and up to one to four males. Hmm. The larger the pride, the more males there are for protection. Okay. And there's more ladies. And I'll get into their roles in a bit, but uh, a large pride can actually, some they've been known to get up to over 30 lions. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Now, some lions are nomadic. This is either a lone lion or lions in a group of two or three. Normally, nomads are males who reach maturity at around two to three years old and are kicked out of the pride. Oh. They're either called, they're actually called, when they're in groups, they're called coalitions. Hmm. And males can spend years being nomads and normally are, norm, a lot of times they're brothers. Oh, okay. That travel together until they can take residence in a pride. The life of a male lion is not as easy as you thought it was. It is tough. Let's let's go over kind of uh, the life of a lion. And we're going to start with the parents. A female may ovulate <laughs> up to four times a year until she is impregnated. So there isn't an actual mating season with lions. Oh. It's kind of sporadic. And Dave, I, I know that you really enjoy learning about how the different animals have sex. <laughs> so let's talk about some lion sex. What do you say? Okay. <laughs> Uh, lions, well, they like it rough. <laughs> I'll <laughs> nice. tell you that. Uh, and also, while searching lion sex, <laughs> I I found that there was actually a porn star that came up. <laughs> she came up a lot. Her name is Cecilia Lion. <laughs> Just FYI, in case anyone looks looks up lion sex. Don't I don't tell know me why you went off on a tangent there. I you... clicked on some photos, <laughs> and you know what? She was pretty, she was a really attractive looking black lady. She she, was, she made you go round. Huh? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I did see a couple photos. I, I was impressed. Let's say that <laughs> Cecilia Lion. I was impressed by her. <laughs> uh, but there's a bunch of well. Don't search for it because there's a bunch of weird, like, furry sex stuff, oh. too, as you can imagine. No, I didn't watch that. <laughs> anyway, but lion sex is really rough. Um, lots of biting and scratching and roaring. Mm. And during this period, the males will mate with uh, their females. It's just it's just two days of just constant sex huh. or a time period is ridiculous. They mate every 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, my goodness. And can do it up to 50 times in a 24-hour period. Wow. 50 times a day. Oh, That's, my goodness. That'll wear you out, I can yeah. imagine. And they normally don't eat during this time frame either. They'll just drink some water. Oh, all right, back oh to business. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so the males, they <laughs> yeah, don't... have their lifetime's worth it right then. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Gee. Uh, and the males don't last long, but they, they have a quick reload time. <laughs> <laughs> It's a uh, semi-auto, then. <laughs> yeah. And this will go on for a couple days straight. I'm just doing it. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. And like other cats, the male's penis has... They have spines that point backward and rake the vagina. Jeez. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no wonder it's rough. Anyway... That's all the research I did on lion sex. It starts to sound like dominatrix or something. <laughs> it sounds starts to sound Natural like Natural yeah. dominatrix. But all actually I think like all cats have this That's weird. Yeah, it's it's re really weird. Wow. Well, I know you like learning about it so much. <laughs> so if you want to learn some more stuff on your own, just search for lion sex and look at Cecilia Lion. <laughs> so the gestation period is around four months. And when ready to uh, deliver, the female will actually leave the pride to find a nesting spot. Then will deliver normally two to four cubs. And actually, 
They will remain secluded from then for several weeks before returning to the Pride and introducing the cubs to the rest of the Pride, which seems odd, I think. Yeah, it'd be more dangerous. Yeah, exactly. This is a dangerous time for the mother and the cubs, and she will usually fast for days while tending her cubs and not eat. Hmm. But when she returns to the Pride with the new cubs, they are greeted warmly by the rest of the Pride. Lots of nuzzling and licking and inspecting by the other members, just trying to get to know each other now since they're new. And at this point, the cubs will be nurtured by the whole Pride. Even if, say, the mother dies, the other lionesses will adopt them and take care of them for the rest of the time. Yeah, it's really interesting. Right on. And the female cubs will... To normally live with the pride their entire lives and never have to leave. Huh. But for the males, when they reach maturity, they are driven out of the pride by the adult males. Hmm. This is when they turn into the nomads and band together in small groups of bachelor lions or coalitions is what they're called. And, and try life, to take over another one. Yeah, them. exactly. So life is hard for males and... Only the strong survive. Many males will never return to a pride and many will never mate. Wow. But if you are a strong and bold male lion, you'll you'll have to drive out another male lion to take over a pride. Mm. And if this happens, the new male that just took over may actually kill the youngest cubs of the pride in order... uh, to begin making his own. And it gets rid of them. So huh. the mothers will start ovulating again. And then he can create his own. But they will kill they will kill other babies that aren't theirs. Not all the time. But they it is known to happen. Huh. And the reason for killing. Yeah. Is to free up the mothers so they can mate with them. Uh, lionesses. When lionesses lose cubs. They actually go into heat a lot quicker. Oh. Okay. So as a male lion, once they are king of the pride, life is still not easy. Other males could come at any time to battle for dominance. And when lions fight, it is it is a violent affair. Super violent, super vicious. Hmm. And they will kill each other if they can. Wow. But once the male has established dominance, they will mate with the other females and protect the pride from other lions or other animals, like okay. hyenas. But when they're not fighting, males, they actually can be very lazy. Mm. Lions in general can be very lazy. And they can sleep for up to 20 hours a day. Oh my goodness. And uh, so a male will sleep and rest for 20 hours a day and wait for the females to catch him dinner. <laughs> and when they do, the males, they eat first, too. Mm. They're kind of the protectors. Of the pride. Yeah. So eventually, though, a male gets older and will eventually lose a fight. Uh, And sometimes it's after only for a a few short years. Their reign only lasts a few short years or even months sometimes. Oh, wow. And they will have to give up their reign. And oftentimes they are defeated by their own sons. Oh. Who come back and take over from their fathers. Oh, some Lion King going yeah. in here. Oh, by the way. I wonder if when they leave, they're like, I'm so proud of you, son. <laughs> Maybe. But by the way, so Dave and I have not seen Lion King yet. No. So we're going to hopefully see it this next week and then talk about it next episode. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. But uh, once defeated, the former king is once again banished from the pride. Uh, most likely spend the rest of his years as nomads. Mm. I mean, it's possible he could go try to take over another pride, but once you get older, it becomes tougher. So yeah. Lion, and then you'll just kind of die alone as a, a lone nomadic male huh. once you get older. The life of a male is good for maybe two years, two or three years, and it is rough. It's a make or break it. It really is. Yeah. So most lion cubs won't even make it past two years old. Up to 80% of cubs die before the age of two. Wow. So yeah, there's only 20% survival rate after the age of two. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of other things that could happen. Sometimes females are kicked out of a pride. There's, they have a lot of, I guess, not human attributes, kind of. 
lions do, you know, they're smart yeah. animals, so they have emotions and stuff. And so anything can happen at any time, uh, okay. especially when they're in so social, anything can happen. Mm. And there are also pride fights when two prides run into each other and territorial disputes and they will in, try to kill each other in these fights wow. too. It's, it's very violent. Lions are violent. Wow. Okay, and sometimes when males fight, it's not always a one-on-one. So, like, uh, a coalition of males may all go after the dominant male and and beat him. And this coalition will then share the pride. So, say it's two or three males. Uh They now will share the pride. They're going to share the females Mm. in the group. But there's also hierarchy between these males. So one male is higher than the other. You know what I mean? Oh, I'd say it's three of them. Uh-huh. One's higher. One's at the top. One's at the bottom. One's in the middle. Okay. And so like the the dominant male gets the most females, while say the bottom one may only get one or even none. Okay. And yeah, it's it's really weird. It's very complicated social dynamics between lion prides. Huh. And so I have a bit more info on prides. And how they work, then we're gonna uh, get into their hunting. So doing this research, doing this research on lions was kind of difficult. Every every source I said I found some, or every source I looked into, I found something new, and it, it's it's hard getting everything in. So my info might be more scattered than normal, but okay. I'm doing my best here. <laughs> so each pride of lions has a well-defined territory. The territory is strictly defended against other prides and intruding lions. There could be some overlap that is tolerated, like, you know, they might overlap a little bit. Okay. Uh, some, uh, some could be as small as 20 square miles, but if that's like, if there's a lot of prey and a prey is very abundant, then it could be a small area. But if prey is more sparse, then it could cover up to 400 square miles. Hmm. And some prides have been known to use the same territory for generations, passing it on, passing it on. Okay. And lions proclaim their territory by roaring and scent marking, like pissing on a tree, shitting on the ground. (laughs) And that's, well, that's essentially how they do it. Okay. Uh, Here's something interesting. Lions have the loudest roar of any of the big cats and can be heard from up to five miles away. Wow. They see they have a a louder roar than a tiger. A tiger can get to like two or three miles, but a lion is five. Lions got the largest roar. You know, when we went to San Diego Zoo, when we saw the lions, we got there. um, It was around dusk, and that's that's when he like wakes up. Yeah, yeah. And so the male lion was active. You can hear him. He'd go around chorting, you know, or whatever, you know, making noises. And then you'd hear once in a while, just make a big bellowing roar it's really yeah, weird sound it can be huh yeah it's kind of it's not like the the mgm roar you know that you hear a lion oh yeah the, you know? at it's, the it's, beginning of the movie yeah it's more of a deep thing it's like yeah oh well, it actually it's wasn't loud bad. yeah it wasn't a bad one <laughs> yeah. but uh in prides though the lions are highly social more like dogs than cats if you think about it yeah they have an array of facial expressions and body gestures, and they can communicate vocally as well. Hmm. Now, Dave, let's talk about how lions hunt and what they hunt. This is pretty cool stuff. So lions are diurnal, which means that they hunt uh, mostly in dusk and dawn times. Okay. And they, they do hunt in the nighttime, and they do hunt in the daytime as well. More nighttime, but... They will hunt in the daytime, as we've seen on lots of documentaries. Yeah. Um, lions are hyper carnivores and are considered to be both apex predators and keystone predators. What's a keystone predator? Meaning that they have an effect on their environments. Oh, okay. They have no natural predators themselves and uh, really are, they really are the kings of the savanna, if you think about it. They have a wide prey spectrum, mostly consisting of other mammals, particularly ungulate species. Do you remember where they are? The ho- hooved. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Hey, you remembered something. You've learned yeah. something. <laughs> well, 53 episodes in, you, I know you learned something. Yeah. Now. 
Uh, yeah, those are hooved animals. So they hunt uh, like wildebeest, zebra, gazelles, gemsbok, warthogs, giraffe, buffalo. Uh, they hunt anything they can, really. Wow. And they hunt smaller things, too, like um, monkeys and hares. Oh. They'll hunt whatever. That'd be interesting. It depends. Like, a lone one will hunt smaller stuff, typically, but when they're in a, they're pr- going after something, they need something big to feed the pride. Mm-hmm. And they usually avoid fully grown elephants, hippos, <laughs> and rhinos. Makes sense. Yeah, but they will go after young, the young sometimes. Oh, and a lot of their prey depends on the environment that they live on. Some lion prides hunt almost exclusively buffalo, while others may just hunt zebra. It just depends huh. on what's available in their environment. Interesting. So in Botswana, a pride was known for killing juvenile and subadult elephants. Wow. And that, those aren't small either. We're not talking about baby elephants. We're talking about like teenager elephants. Wow. So it, it really depends... Oh, and uh, don't forget to sprinkle some humans into that part of the diet as well. Uh. <laughs> Lions are known man-eaters, and can the the number varies, but we'll just we'll stick with this. They kill around a hundred people a year, mm. probably more. Single lions are capable of taking on much larger prey. Uh, a single lion can take down a full-grown zebra or wildebeest. So young lions first participate in hunting about a year old and become effective about a year later. And they do a lot of watching and learning. Uh, They're watching their mothers and the other lionesses how they hunt Hmm. so they can learn themselves. In prides, lionesses do about 90% of the hunting. Males will help once in a while. Like I saw one video of lionesses attacking one of those big-ass buffalo. Uh Uh-huh. And it just wasn't, not, not much was happening. They were attacking it on the back, but then a, a big male lion came in and helped them out. Oh, okay. And just a minute or two later, then they finally got it down mm. and were able to kill it. Huh. It was really cool to watch. Interesting. Yeah, they probably only jump in when their uh, uh, Leave it to Beaver episodes are over, you know. Or I Love Lucy. Something. They're too busy watching TV and being lazy. <laughs> Right? Sure, Dave. That's how it is. Yeah. Right? The lions are busy watching No, the male. The male lions. Yeah, that's why they don't want Where's my dinner? Go get my dinner. And that's why the females are like, oh, fine, gosh. I'm slaving away over here. So now lions are a 50s sitcom? Yeah, why not? (laughs) I mean, I guess so. They put Flintstones in the dinosaur era. We could... Sure. All right, Dave. <laughs> All right, but when when uh, the lionesses hunt, each lioness has a favored position, and they use a lot of strategy in their hunting. One lion may stalk the prey and run after them, while the others wait in a in a spot and wait for the prey to get closer, and that's when they'll jump okay. out of them. But lions aren't really known for their stamina, though. They can get up to like 35, 40 miles an hour, but uh, only in short bursts. Hmm. So they have to get very close before attacking. So that's why in the documentaries and stuff, you'll see them creeping in. And then they match this grass of the savanna too. Okay. So they're hidden well and they'll um, get as close as they can. And that's when they'll go for them. Okay. Uh, Their attack is short and powerful. Once they knock their prey down, they kill by strangulation, either by the throat, or what they will do is they will cover the animal's nose and mouth with their mouth. Interesting. And that will uh, asphyxiate it. Huh. So they, they'll literally put their mouth over their the prey's mouth and nostrils so it can't breathe and wow. just wait for it to die. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's not, and that doesn't sound like it doesn't sound effective, but it actually is. Huh. Especially when there's other lions that are holding it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, talk Sounds, about talk about yeah. the kiss of death, eh? Oi. It's pretty brutal stuff, too. Yeah. Um, like most predators, their success rate isn't that high. Only about one in six ish hunts are successful. Okay. 
And each prey animal is different too. Like buffalo are harder to kill than, a, say, a wildebeest. Mm. So it takes some will take a lot more effort. And they can kill giraffes too. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Uh, they, they can kill anything, honestly. But after a kill, they normally just begin eating it right there, but sometimes take it to cover. And when eating, there is a lot of squabbling over who gets what. You know what I mean? There yeah, are the, I get the liver. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. And <laughs> males go first, and then the hunting females. Hmm. And then the cubs, and say like the elderly lions, oh, or, okay. or a lion with an injury, oh. something like that. But they still, a lot of the times, they still will let those lions eat. Say the elderly or a crippled one. Okay. Uh, I remember watching one video where it was it was really weird. Like one of the lionesses uh, opened up the carcass for this other lioness who's really old and had something wrong with her jaw or her teeth, and she huh. she had a hard time chewing. So this one lion opened up the carcass so she can get to the t- most tender meat oh. and eat it that way. And it was like it was interesting how they that uh, happened. Yeah. So an adult lioness requires about 11 pounds of meat a day, and a male about 15 pounds. Jeez. So they don't have to actually eat every day, though, because they can gorge themselves. Wow. Like other, you know, we've talked about other predators who can do that. Lions can eat up to about 70 pounds in one sitting. That's incredible. That's crazy. I can't even think about eating 15 pounds in a day. No. What, That's nuts. I mean, what, what's like a steak? Say you go to a... a you usually get like a pound. An eight. You know. What's eight ounce? Eight ounce is half a pound. Yeah. And that's enough. That's a crazy. A lot of times. So. Yeah. And lions aren't too picky either, as they are active scavengers and thieves as well. Mm. Dave, if you remember in our hyena episodes way back... We talked about the conflict between hyenas and lions, and it was surprising that the lions will actually steal from the hyenas more than the other way around. Mm. Hyenas are are known scavengers, which they are. They do scavenge, but hyenas are actually they kill more than they scavenge, which is huh. a misconception a lot of people have. So that will bring us to our next section about lions' conflict with other predators. The ongoing forever feud with hyenas, it's, it's a never-ending feud, and it's very interesting. It's, it's like a gang turf war between them, if you think yeah. about it. And they both steal from each other, attack each other. But I will say, lions come out on top more often than not. Uh, typically, lions ignore hyenas unless there is a kill or they are being harassed by the hyenas. And on the other side, hyenas visibly react to the presence of a lion. So they'll change what they do according to what lions are doing. Okay. And in some areas, a large part of a, uh, a lion's diet comes from stealing kills from hyenas. Oh, interesting. In other areas, it's reversed and hyenas steal from lions more. It huh. just depends. And sometimes hyenas are bold enough to try and feed alongside lions. Hmm. There's there's plenty of videos you can find like on YouTube about lions and hyenas getting there's, along or no <laughs> they're, they're not they rarely will get along I can imagine unless you're Scar but uh, even then yeah. that didn't work out for him too well no but there's tons of documentaries and videos covering interactions of the two uh, I'm sure lots of listeners have seen them as well I, I saw one of lionesses and hyenas fighting kind of fighting with each other. Uh-huh. And then you see a, a big ass male start coming in from the distance <laughs> and charge in, and the hyenas just scatter. But nice. it did get a hold of one of them, oh, yeah. and it just it, it was the camera was from a distance, so it was hard to see. But it it messed that hyena up oh, pretty wow. good. It, it was able to uh, scramble away, but probably injured. Ugh. But hyenas don't like to mess with the big males. They will mess. It's cool to watch a, a male lion just beat the shit out of some hyenas. It's kind of cool. But uh, in Etosha National Park in Namibia, 70% of hyena deaths are from lions. Oh. 70% of hyenas die from lions. Crazy. 
And the hyenas have the numbers, though, when they can gang up and mob lions sometimes. Mm -hmm. Hyenas really are, like, hyenas are the gangsters. They're, yeah. They're gangsters. Dirty fighters. Yeah, they really... take off the scrotums. <laughs> they will take scrotums off, too. And... They eat, they're like bears. They will eat you alive, too. Ugh. Hyena, yeah, go back and listen to hyenas. Yeah. You know, I remember uh, I remember reading something about hyenas where their bite is strong. So the lions yeah. can get a little nervous with that because they a hyena's crush. bite yeah. will break it's, a bone. You're exactly right. Um, yeah, and remember, um, well, hyenas are just weird. Remember the females dominate males. Yeah. And they have a weird pseudo penis. Yeah. <laughs> so go back and listen to our hyena episodes if you haven't yet. They're they're really bizarre animals. Yeah. So in Kenya's Mas- Masai Mara National Park, when lion populations decrease, hyena populations increase. Mm-hmm. So they really do play a part in each other's existence. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a it's an ongoing forever feud that will never end. It's the balance. It, yeah, you're right. It's the circle of life. <laughs> there you go. And I uh, thought you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> I haven't seen the new one. Yeah. There are other predators in the savanna as well, like leopards, cheetahs, African wild dogs, and even crocodiles. Lions tend to dominate the other land predators. Cheetahs, in particular, really get the shaft on this. Everything picks on cheetahs. Oh. Uh, their kills are stolen like all the time by everything. Oh. Back when I was in Africa, those asshole lions would always try to steal my gazelles. Well, I I can definitely believe that, Cheetor. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why you're the colonel, right? Of course. <laughs> so uh, leopards sometimes have to give up kills from lions as well. Lions will even climb trees to steal a kill. Wow. How high can they go? Lions, actually, they can climb trees. They just don't that often. Uh, they, they're they not as good as a leopard, but they definitely can climb trees. Oh, okay. Even the big males, but they just don't do it so that often. So it's not a way to escape them. If you were running from a lion, you can't say, oh, I'm up this tree. I'm safe now. Ah! You're exactly right, yeah. <laughs> uh, running up a tree from a lion might not work for <laughs> And also, lions dominate over the wild dogs, too. The only real predator they have to, uh, you know, kind of look at are crocodiles, hmm. obviously. Crocodiles have reportedly killed lions at times. Wow. And lions aren't big about going into water, but, you know, occasionally they will. I wonder uh, if that's why cat species are you afraid of the water. Hey, there may be something to that. <laughs> being being uh, the instincts bred down in the domestic house cat of like, oh, there's crocodiles in water. Maybe. But then, if you think about it, then you have like tigers and jaguars who are big time swimmers. Yeah. And then jaguars kill caiman and stuff. So Maybe knows? because they're bigger though. House cats are small. <laughs> yeah. They're more to be afraid of. Yeah, maybe. That's why they but call lions, scaredy cat. But lions, you don't call a lion a scaredy cat. Yeah, but they also have to deal with Nile crocodiles. Mm. I, anybody's a scaredy cat dealing with those things. <laughs> But uh, do you remember that famous viral vid- video? We've talked about it before. The Kruger one. With the, with the uh, crocodile, the wildebeest, yeah, and the lion? Yeah. No, it was, it was, I think it was a buffalo. Oh, buffalo? Okay. Yeah, the crocodile, um, the lions and croc fighting over a buffalo. They were like playing tug of war, mm-hmm. trying to get this buffalo out. But ultimately, the buffalo gets away because the rest of the herd came back and scared off the lions. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, crocodiles are something for them, for lions to worry about. Okay. But on land, lions really are the most dominant predators in Africa. Have they? Wonder if they would eat a crocodile if they catch it on land. Uh, yeah, they would. Oh, I'm sure they. I'm sure okay. that's happened before. A smaller one. They're not going to go after a Gustav-sized one. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. they. Who could? But they will go. Yeah, they'll sure they'll eat it. Oh, okay. No problem. They they'll eat they'll eat whatever they can get for the most part. You know. Okay. So, Dave, throughout the rest of our series covering lions, it was pretty much going to be about the African ones. So, we're the African ones that we've been already talking about. So, like I said, there are lions in India, and they deserve to be represented and talked about. So, we're going to finish the episode by learning a bit more about the Asian lions. Okay. Uh, we will do, we're going to do this in like a bullet point font. 
You know what I mean? We're just going to list, quick list okay. facts about them and whatnot. So Asian lions, they are currently only living in the gear. It's it's just G-I-R. That's how it's hmm, spelled. Okay. I don't know how you say it. National Park area in the Indian state of Gujarat. Huh. Maybe. This is a very small area in eastern India. Eastern India? Okay. Eastern India. So north? It's like dead east. Just right in the middle of the country. Oh, okay. They currently do not share territory with tigers, the tigers. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Oh, if they if they mess with them? Yeah. Currently, mm. they do not. Mm. Uh, they used to live in the same areas, huh. but it hasn't been like that for a while. Uh, that would be a cool, though. A lion versus tiger. Yeah. That's kind of like the ultimate dream fight of animals, yeah. if you think about it, huh? But I doubt they would let it would ever be a one on one because the lions are a pride, you know. Nope. Well, actually, it's, it's a little a... different. I'm gonna get into. Oh, it. is it? Okay. It's a little different for the Asian ones, especially the males. Oh. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they have fought before, and like, I'm sure, like back then, you just some people would just put a lion and tiger like gladiators oh, or true. something, right? Yeah. I'm sure it's happened before. <laughs> back in the day, when they're like, "What if?" Well, let's just do it. Yeah, exactly. Put them in there, and, and they could. They had tigers in um, Rome, so I'm sure that they, they did gladiator things with lions. And lions were there anyway. Wow. They were really close, so I'm sure they did it. But the size of these lions are about the same as the African ones for the most part. But like okay. I said, the mane of the males aren't as full looking for, yeah, they're just not as full looking. Huh. But there's really not much different in their looks for them, really. These lions are, however, are very, very endangered. Hmm. That uh, the Gear National Park was made to. Uh, conserve these lions and it was made in about 1965 and human activity is not allowed in most of the park oh interesting and this area is drier than what you would think of the jungles of india it's almost it's more savanna like than it is thick jungle in this national park okay and the population has actually grown in recent years and in 2017, there were about 650 Asiatic lions in the wild. Hmm. So that's almost exactly comparative to the number of Siberian tigers in the wild. Oh, interesting. It's, they're, they're right on par with each other. So they're both very endangered. Hmm. And probably the main difference in behavior between... Main difference. All right, I get it now. That was an that was an okay one. I'll let that one slide. Uh, but the main difference between them and the African ones are that the males don't play as large of a role as in the pride. Hmm. Males are mostly solitary, or they travel in a coalition. Okay. Uh, they mostly only meet with females to mate, but they rarely live or even feed together. So these males have to kill for themselves. Hmm. And they just mate with them, and that's about it. Interesting. And they don't help rear the young or anything. Yeah, hmm. it, is, it, it is odd. We call those deadbeats. Deadbeats. <laughs> Deadbeat dads. Yeah. Like I said, they are on the endangered. They are endangered. So that puts them on a, remember our conservation scale of one to seven? Yeah. That means they're at a four, which oh, is okay. very low. The African lions are actually at a five, meaning oh, okay. vulnerable. So both our lions, they're they're low. They're not. Yeah, there's well, I'll, let me tell, I'll say that uh, I plan on getting into more on the conservation next episode. Okay. And there's a lot of things to cover there as well, so I'm gonna do more research into it. But uh, humans are responsible for this. Hmm. An issue these lions have is that sometimes they wander outside of the protected zone and they will kill livestock which is always a problem for the local people existing with the predators but since the population is just in one area they face other threats than just humans they face natural disasters or epidemics that could actually make them go extinct you know they're living in kind of a condensed area so anything can happen so in India, there is a actually a lion reintroduction project. 
The project aims to establish a second independent population of these lions at the Kuno Wildlife Sanctuary. However, nothing has happened yet. As it poses a lot of challenges to make this happen. To move some of the lions into this new habitat and um, make this habitat okay for them and humans. Coexisting, yeah. so there's a lot of challenges for that to happen. Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, they'd be introducing them into another environment where I'm sure there's already another animal. You never know if now you're going to endanger that one. You know, kind of like, a, um, what do you call uh, when you when you bring a, a species invasive in a, species? Basically, yeah, yeah, invasive, well, and not so know? much because lions used to live there, mm-hmm. so it's a little different. And they, but dinosaurs used to live. Here too. <laughs> well, there, nobody's putting dinosaurs down in uh, your driveway, Dave. That's a good thing. <laughs> Actually, I, sometimes you think, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be kind of cool, huh? <laughs> uh, these lions also have attacked people. There were two people killed by lions in 2012. In, from the from these India? Asian lions, okay. yeah. One of them. Uh, was a man that was dragged out of his home by a lion. Oh my goodness! I didn't. I don't have a full story on it. That's all I got on it. But we'll cover more lion attacks later. Uh, uh, these lions are also deeply rooted in the culture of some of the peoples, and we, we're we're gonna go over kind of lions and pop culture next week after we see Lion King. Yeah. And we'll, there's a there's just so many things about lions to cover. Uh, but Dave, that is going to wrap up the episode. Oh, okay. Uh, we obviously didn't get to get to cover everything this week. There is so much to cover with lions, and I wanted to go over about them and how they live this week. Next week, we are going to cover them in pop culture, more on conservation. Uh, also, talk about some man-eating lions. Ooh. Uh, then we will do a third episode covering some attack stories. I, uh, and we'll go over the lions of Savo, the famous story of that. Okay. So I hope everyone learned some uh, neat things today and is ready for this series on lions. There's so much more to cover, so much more to learn. Good. So, Dave, we have a couple of shout outs to give. All right. As well as super shout outs. Shout outs first. Thank you, Janelle. Janelle. She left us a nice review on iTunes, so thank you. Also, thank you, Jason the Moose Hunter from Canada. Jason the Moose Hunter from Canada. <laughs> he left us a nice review on Facebook. Nice. He said he and his boy listened to us for eight hours straight and didn't get bored. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow, my kids can't listen to me for three seconds. I can barely listen to you throughout a whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ain't lying. <laughs> oh, God. And then you had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But that is wonderful to hear uh, that they don't get sick of us. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. But Dave, we also have some super shout outs and super shout outs are the best shout outs. Oh, yeah. Super shout Thank you, Janelle. Janelle. (laughs) She not only gave us a review, she also donated. Nice. That is wonderful. Thank you so much, Janelle. Also a super shout out to... Cheryl. Cheryl! Also known as my mother. (laughs) My mother! (laughs) She was very kind and donated to the show. Right on. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Not only is she a great mother, she's a fabulous uh, cook as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still eating those ribs. (laughs) I know. Yeah, Matt's totally like a lion, you know? (laughs) Just sits there while his mom makes the food for us. He gets to eat all those ribs. (laughs) So good. Uh, but thank you to these fine people for contributing to the show. So, Dave, if other listeners want to be uh, fine people and contribute to the show, what can they do? They can go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever they listen to. Subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, say something you like about the show. If you want to become a producer of the show, you can go to... All right, that wasn't bad. But yes, give us a review on iTunes or wherever you... Facebook, wherever you can... If you want to be an even more wonderful person, become a producer of the show, you can go to PayPal or Venmo and leave a donation there. That would be uh, that would mean a whole lot to us. It doesn't matter if it's a dollar, 
five dollars, hundred dollars, thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything. Now start high. So. <laughs> <laughs> anything helps. Uh, and when, like I say, I say every week, we want to try to get some merch made, and we need a low. We need a. Um, I'm gonna say this. So if anybody can help us with making, we need a logo. Say like a T-shirt. We want to make a T-shirt, but the the logo we have on our. Uh, like our main profile page or whatever you want to call it is a big Jaguar face. I mean, we're not, we can't print. That'd be really hard to print on a t-shirt. Yeah. So if anybody can help us, uh, making a good logo for force of nature, maybe we'll make it our new title. Yeah. So if anybody has any ideas for that, uh, let us know. That'd be great. Yeah. But you can, yeah, go to PayPal. You can find us by our email force of nature pod at gmail.com. Or on Venmo on my personal account, Matthew-Hamilton-51. And that's always in the description below. And also to all the listeners, feel free to contact us if you ever want to. Tell us a cool animal-related story, uh, a review of someone you know, or if you just want to suggest an episode idea, or if you want to say hi or ask us a question, please feel free. You can email us or message us on Facebook. Also, help us grow by recommending us to family and friends. Tell them we are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all the platforms we need to be on. Anything to add, Dave? No, I'm good. Cheetor? Are you kidding? These lions used to steal gazelles from me all the time. We got to keep learning about these sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you do, Cheetor. I'm sorry. I know you don't like the lions. They they're steal from you all the time, but we got to do it, man. Yeah. This is Force of Nature Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Tell your friends be a part of building us up and we will see you next week. Bye.